dun, 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 dun. There's a banana cream one today, and I love artificial banana in like everything, any type of artificial banana. It is so good. I'm obsessed. Wait, so are you like an, a runts banana, like the candy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Or a laffy, the banana laffy taffies. Gross. Mm, no, so laffy taffy. Do you remember that song? Shake your laffy taffy, girl. Yeah. Girl, shake Welcome to Candidly 30. No, we're not 30, but we're in our 30s, working through life. Every week, we're going to go over our favorites, our gratitude, our grievances, and all the crazy in between. Grab your favorite drink, get comfortable, because we're getting candid. Welcome! Welcome! I am Kelly. <laughs> and this is Kepler. What's Hi, going friends. on? Um... Yeah, we're like back on sketch. We're back on track, guys. Here we are. Here we are. With another episode. Prepared? Not so much, but you love us anyway, so it's fine. It's always off the cuff anyway. That's what makes it fun. (laughs) No big deal. Um, Oh, man. What are you drinking? What you got going on over there? I saw a little bottle. Yeah, I have like a plethora of liquids in front of me. I have- That's the best. Right? I came a little prepped and ready more so for my drinks than- the actual content of the show so we'll see how well this goes <laughs> <laughs> i have my pink lemonade which is the crystal light stuff i have my red stripe jamaican lager i have my huge canteen of water and i'm going to get myself some bubbly something here in the next couple of minutes slash i hope my partner delivers that but i have to text him so yes four four drinks nice very cool I'm drinking sparkling water too. This is my favorite all-time sparkly water, I think, in the world. That's all saying a lot because I drink a lot of sparkly water. Um, it is the Trader Joe's cranberry clementine one. Um, it tastes like there's something not just like a s- essence in it. You know what I mean? It's good. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's because it has sodium in it. I mean, a lot of sparkling waters has sodium in it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like, it's that's real. They're like, they taste better if there's more sodium. I don't know why. I mean, not that sodium gives it like a sweet taste, but it tastes like sweeter for some reason. I don't know what it is. But you know, it's interesting. You know how Trader Joe's just like puts a different label on literally other people's products. What is the bubble water that they steal from? Because I need to know. That would be the real age old question, you know? I don't know. I like the bubbles with Trader Joe's. I feel like they do a really good job on the bubble game because sometimes they're like, they can be kind of flat, but never so much at the TJ's, which is good. If anybody works at Trader Joe's in the manufacturing or procurement department, we have questions. We have questions. <laughs> Maybe that's what you could do, Kay, if you want to work for Trader Joe's. I would love like going around and curating or picking all of the best products to just like put on a Trader Joe's brand. Oh my God, where do I sign up for that? That would be my dream job. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Mine too. That honestly, that would be sick. I love Trader Joe's too. It's I'm so into like, it. inexpensive. It's so natural and most of it's clean. Like, yeah, I would, I would die for that job. For sure. I went there today to get charcuterie. Is that how you say it? Really? Charcuterie think, or charcuterie? I don't know, but I think both of them sound fabulous. So whichever you prefer. Okay. 
I think I say charcuterie mm-hmm. more. But anyway, I went to get charcuterie stuff. Um, I'm going on a backpacking trip this coming weekend for a friend's birthday. And so we're doing like group meals. Someone's doing dinner. Two people are doing dinner. Two people are doing lunch, whatever. So I'm doing one of the lunches. And so I'm going to do a charcuterie board. Mm. Just like, you know, just get all the fun goodies. Except for I was realizing once I was like starting to pick shit out that I was like, everything I'm picking is very heavy. Like I need to think about the fact that I'm going to be carrying a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So what's your that's interesting. go-to for charcuterie board? Like do you pick different types of salamis and prosciuttos or do you do the cheeses? Like what, what's your, how do you build that board? Your go-to's. Um, I got some salami and then I got definitely cheeses. I got like hummus and carrots and apples. I got nuts and olives and dolmas, the like little dolmas from Trader Joe's and little can. Yeah. Those are so good. Um, yeah, I got just a bunch of like little fun things. Cause there is five of it us seems that are going back. Very eclectic, like lots of different, what types of cheeses did you put on there? Like hard cheeses, soft cheeses? They're more hard cheese. I did get a brie, but. Um, more hard cheeses just because I don't know, like no refrigeration, you know? So yeah, that's true. We're a backpacking kind of, too. Kind of sketch. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but it'll okay. be good. I think it'll be fun. I mean, yeah. Besides the fact that we're going to be, it's going to be kind of a, not a hard backpacking trip, but just like a lot of elevation gain, a lot of miles. So I just need to be cognizant of like what I'm carrying. Also the little stinker Rooney, my dog is coming. So <laughs> And he's not hiking, so I have to also carry him. So I just yep. need to, like, think about that as Every well. Every pound counts. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try and have under, like, a 35-pound pack, but that's going to be really hard, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll see. Are you bringing, we'll like, see. the whole tent in your sleeping situation, too? Or are you going to share that load with a, a friend? Um, I'm going to sleep in my own tent. Uh, I just sleep better in my like under a tent normally I would like not carry a tent and just sleep under the stars but I just sleep so much better it's like a weird like mental thing where I'm like oh I'm safe like in a tent you know what I mean instead of just like being awake like looking around all night long I don't know (laughs) anyway fair enough I think actually it's gonna be a little cold too so I think the tent will help as well it's gonna be we're gonna be at kind of high elevation so yeah and it hasn't been that warm here like Honestly, it's gotten over 90, like, maybe once this summer, which is really? wild. Yeah. I mean, I'm loving the 80s. Don't get me wrong. I don't have AC, so I'm not mad about it. But, like, it makes it really hard to, like, want to get in water or anything, you know? So, yeah. I'm, That's I'm confused by that. But also, it's, I mean, the weather hasn't really been, like, that accurate this summer. But um, it said that it's going to be, like, in the 90s this weekend when we're going to be gone here, but mm-hmm. not over in the area of Oregon that we're going to be in. But anyway, I'm also getting AC on Tuesday, which I asked what? my landlord upgrade agreed that I'm going to get like a mini split so that, um, it will be winter. I mean, summer and winter, it'll have AC and heat also because my heat is like not great. So, um, maybe just help with like my electric bill a little bit too. Cause like everything's electric. So, very expensive in the winter time and it's been such a relief to have a really low electric bill in the summer um I mean hence because I don't have AC but also I'm not going to turn on Mm -hmm. a whole lot because it gets really cold here at night just like high desert it's like warm during the day and then cools off a lot at night so anyway uh that's my little update but how are you what's going on 
Things are good. I feel like I finally had a chance to settle back into my office. Um, like when you were dead air gone, I was like talking to myself and I'm like, yeah, it's really nice to, you know, invest in a place where my audio isn't terrible. I, yeah, I did like a full Monica day yesterday. So I like steamed behind my oven. Like I got deep clean. Whoa. It was awesome. So yeah. And then to your point, like it's kind of cold here too. I woke up with like a little bit of rain. So we've had kind of like a small summer storm, which is my favorite. So it's just been a really like Lysol cleaning (laughs) solution wake up to coffee and just relax and I finally okay this is gonna be a little TMI for the listener sorry about it but I like stopped shaving my legs a really long that's time great ago. and today today's like my day to wax all of my legs and stuff so nice. I did that this morning which was just like really nice to feel the house is clean I'm specially clean like I don't know it's just like one of those complete beautiful moments that comes together every once a month or something so cool that's a nice Saturday anyway um yeah I'm like about six hours done away from finishing the second to last book in my Red Rising series Mm. and then you want to give an update yeah I'm I'm very invested I'm so heartbroken and like depressed about this entire series because like this is the book before the last book of the Mm -hmm. series. So like a lot of what's going on right now is like people dying and it's really devastating. People are in jail or like their enemies came and all the allies are scattered and they're losing resources and people. And yeah, it's, it's pretty, the book is named dark age. So like a kind of, you walk into this book Mm -hmm. expecting pretty shit situations and scenarios, but it's still devastating to read through it. Um, but the new book just came out. So my dad just started it not too long ago. So I'm kind of excited to get his opinions on how and where this series is going to final. Nice. No, you have to end. do it first. Don't get all the insider scoop before you read it or listen no, to no, it no. or whatever. He's just going to tell me. No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. I won't say anything. But if you haven't started reading the Red Rising series yet and you liked Game of Thrones or you like those kinds of stories... Um, this one I cannot recommend enough. It was great. It is mm. great. It's sad. I mean, but just based off like the what's been happening so far, you know, the last book isn't gonna like tie everything up like all nice and neat. So you're I just mean, gonna be put, set yourself up for heart heartbreak already. You know what I mean? Probably. <laughs> so I don't know anything book- about it. I haven't read it. That's just what I know <laughs> from it. So the book that I'm reading now is called Dark Age. And then the next book that I'm going to read is called Lightbringer. So I'm kind of hopeful mm. there might be a little bit of hope or something happening at the end of the tunnel here. Okay. I'm pretty down in the dumps with these poor characters. They are not doing hot. Wait, is six supposed to be the last one or is he writing another? I mean, that's as far as I know, I'm sure that if there's an opportunity to write a prequel or extend the universe or whatever like I'm sure there will be that option but this is supposed to be like the final book of the series as mm. it is oh interesting okay as far yeah as I, I feel like it. just knowing that there's six books that I need to start and each one is like one million pages I, yeah that's very intimidating <laughs> for me there's no way I'm gonna do it so yeah I want I to mean, maybe someday Every book was roughly like 28 to 30 hours. So it's not like an easy light read. Yeah. It's pretty. That's unreal. I know. Yeah. 
It's but a lot it's of descriptions, good. right? Yeah. Just a lot of adjectives thrown together. <laughs> Maybe. No. Yes. <laughs> That's what I feel like. That's funny. <laughs> Pierce Brown is just, just stringing along adjectives. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> so yeah. Um, other than that, though, we're today is like one of our only like last weekends that we have by ourselves. So we're doing laundry. We're doing fixes to our Wi-Fi. He's got um, my partner's doing like a lot of upgrades to his computer hardware or the exhaust fans or whatever. I don't know. So it's just got, like a lot going on, but we're staying in today and trying to knock out some of these projects before we have hecticness start up again very, very soon, which it yeah. sounds like. You've got hecticness, hecticness, chaos. Let's go with chaos. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, I would not consider it chaos. Just okay. go, yeah, I was like, oh my God, I made it to August, which was supposed to be like my chill month. And I do have two weekends that are free, but like every single day of the week, there's also an activity or something going on. So it's just like, oi, I'm just, <laughs> ugh, I'm good. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I just can't get enough sleep still, so... Um, yeah, next weekend I'll be gone backpacking in the Wallawas, which will be really cool. I've never been over there. And then the following weekend, I'm doing a backpacking trip here in Bend. Um, it's like a local area that's really neat. And then the weekend after that, I'll be traveling to California to hang out with fam. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just taking it day by day, you know, got Moo Man back here with me. So, um, he's back in the hood, back in the bend and he is thriving. I mean, he's fine. He's just a grumpy old man. Still nothing has changed. Thriving as a grumpy old man. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, literally the world revolves around him because he cannot do anything for himself. So, you know, it is what it is, but yeah. And thankfully he just ate. So he's down for the count. Now you can probably hear him snoring, but I can hear him just like a little bit, uh-huh. but I don't know if, if the listener is going to be able to get that. Um, I wanted to follow up on a couple of things because I, I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like last time we were on our episode or whatever, you had mentioned the casting for Barbie. Mm, oh yeah. I saw it. Specifically. You did. Yeah. I want to yeah. get your thoughts on the movie. Oh my gosh. Love, 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 love. It was so so good. Okay, honestly, like I said on the last episode, I had no idea what to expect. I had no idea like that there was like a plot line. That sounds dumb, but like I thought it was just I thought it was just like satire. I thought it was just like um I don't know, what's like one of those dumb like Borat where I mean, there's probably a I've never actually seen Borat. There's probably a plot line in that. But just <laughs> oh like my God. where I just walked her back your statement so fast. I mean like Borat, Sorry. I mean like that. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, like those dumb movies where it's just like really intense satire where you're supposed to think it's funny. And I, I just don't think that's funny. But anyway, I, I was thinking that it was going to be like that, where it was just like really silly, like barely a plot line, you know, just like a lot of jokes, like continuing, like thread together. But the plot line was actually really cute. And I had no idea, like I knew America Ferrera was in it, um, just from like seeing some like news articles online. But, um, like, her speech at the end mm-hmm. was incredible. And I've seen a bunch of, like, riffs off of it um, on TikTok also. Just people doing it for, like, very specific things. So just being, like, a mom or being, like, uh, whatever, like, a Gen Z or, like, a plus-size person. I've seen, like, a bunch of different ones that are actually really interesting. Um, 
that kind of like go along with like the theme of America Ferrera's speech. But Ryan Gosling was incredible. I, right? I do take back like the fact that I thought Schmidt should have played that role, which I still think he would have done phenomenal. But Ryan Gosling was so good in it. Oh my God. He's amazing at it. But I wanted to bring this up specifically to follow up on your comment about Schmidt being a good character mm. for Ken. Okay. In the movie Barbie, you know how he wears the black cowboy shoes? I saw uh, that. I and saw the, it. And Schmidt is wearing that in the pilot for a new girl. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that that is like a thing because, and that I just saw it today and it like blew my mind and I was like, Oh my God. So we were on the same page as far as like Schmidt would have been an excellent Ken. That was definitely a missed opportunity for casting, but I do appreciate the nod to the character. Absolutely. So yeah. I thought we would bring that back. No, absolutely. <laughs> I think just the, um, like Margot Robbie obviously is beautiful and she is like a perfect Barbie. Um, but yeah, I just thought all the casting was great. Obviously Will Ferrell, like duh in that role. Like yeah, right. so of funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just so many great people in it. Like Michael Sarah, he was great. I also did not know that there was an Allen doll. Like what? Did you, did you know that? I never had, I knew there was a doll, like a Ken, a not Ken doll, but I didn't know it was Alan specifically. Mm. I don't think I ever had an Alan doll. I definitely had a few Kens. I had an Aladdin Ken doll. Oh my god! Did you ever do like, no. Totally. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh I just god. thought there was a lot of things like Stacy. Do you remember like Little Sister Kelly, Little Sister Stacy, or maybe she was friends yep. Stacy. I don't know. There was just like a bunch of, you know, the like opening scene of Margot Robbie and like the black and white swim that were like our generation maybe more. Cause like, I feel like some of them were kind of older, like him suit. That's mm-hmm. like not really Very our 50s. generation Barbie. It was kind of like a lot older than that. Obviously we all know what it looked like and like what it was supposed to be. But um, yeah, that yeah. wasn't really our generation of like what we had. So it was interesting, mm-hmm. but I just really loved like all the different types of Barbies that they like featured that uh, I never even knew existed. Like the one with the TV in her back and like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So crazy. Also, just like the pregnant one, and they kept like making jokes about it. So funny. Yeah, I love it. Also, like Weird Barbie was just like so perfect. And I, did you? Oh, my God. I love Kate McKinnon. Yeah. I did absolutely have a Weird Barbie in my day. Oh, absolutely. I like chopped up hair and yeah, totally. For sure. And we like tried to put lipstick on them and like put eyeshadow on them and shit. Yeah. No, absolutely. Everyone did that. But did you listen to, of course, because you're a smart list, you're a wondery listener, but did you see the Greta Gerwig? I only got, yeah, I only got halfway through it, unfortunately. I want to watch it, but I just haven't had time to like, or listen to it. Um, But I've been listening to a lot of like Mm. pop sauce and 14 year old teenage music and then my audiobook. So like, I need to come back to the podcast land and I do want to listen to the rest of that, but go ahead. Yeah, it's really good. But so Greta is the writer and I think she produced it. So Margot Robbie. Director. Director, director. Margot Robbie was also, well, she was the producer and Greta was the director. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, But anyway, she was on the Smart List podcast and she kind of just like talked about her, like how she became a whatever she's most mostly a writer though isn't she on like a lot of movies anyway yeah maybe I should listen yeah. to it again but so she was roommates with Kate McKinnon in college and that's how they knew each I other know. that's so cool so yeah I just love that. that she was in the in the movie but um they asked her so Margot Robbie actually asked her to write the movie and just like the fact that she thought of all of that I think is so so cool um yeah so yeah I just have so much respect for her now and I didn't even know she existed so that's kind of cool 
But also, that's awesome. She like knew from the get go that Ryan Gosling was going to be Ken. Like, and I think that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, she like told him, she's like, you don't have to do it. But like, I really love how she explains just like how into the the role he got. And I like wrote this role for you, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, he like really went full out and everything. It's so funny. But I loved yeah. it. It was so good. I cried like three times and Aww. yeah, I laughed like the whole time. And I don't laugh. I'm not even joking. I don't laugh at movies because I don't. <laughs> She's not joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> I do not think movies like that are funny, typically. I do love Step Brothers is like one of the only ones that I do laugh at. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I know. Step Brothers. Um, Step Brothers and I Love love You Man are the two (laughs) movies that I think are like the funniest. I don't know. Anyway, normally, I don't know. You know, like I don't think like Anchorman's funny. Like I don't. Yeah. But like Talladega Nights, you're not into that. No. Anchorman. I mean, no, absolutely not. I love that we're just all listing like Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Will Ferrell is so silly, but some of his stuff, I'm just like, okay, I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, I had to bring that back because I just saw that the cowboy outfit from New Girl, and that just hit all the things that we would talk about. Um, Also, have you been reading or paying attention to like the Am I the Asshole threads with people going, like couples going to watch the Barbie movie and then breaking up? Have, have you been paying no. attention to this? No. No. I don't really know too much about it, but I know that there is a thing online where people are like, this is a good litmus test for your relationship if you and your partner go to a Barbie movie and like tensions spark up because it's like the patriarchy and very, you know, more feminist kind of themes. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, I guess a lot of people are breaking up about it. I'm like, I... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I went to the Barbie movie by myself because it was in the middle of the day and my partner is like obviously working and stuff. But I, if I had asked them, him to go with me, I'm sure he would have, but I can't even imagine going to the movie and being like, okay, that's the reason why we're not going to, you know, I don't know. I mean, I have a friend who went with um, a boy and she did not love the movie so I'm like I think it's because he went with a boy because all of our other friends that went just in like girl groups we all loved it I mean there was men in the theater when we saw it too and they were laughing at stuff yeah but yeah I think it's just like your company also I mean I don't know how you feel about because you went by yourself but um maybe you just felt free because you were by yourself too yeah know. it was great I honestly I like going to the movies by myself. I love going to the movies by myself also. <laughs> so I'm not judging you in any way. I just was, it wasn't really making my point, but that you loved it and you also went yeah. by yourself. But but if anybody I mean? is breaking up with their significant other specifically because of the Barbie movie, movie, I want to hear from you and like, I'll keep you updated on this thread. Like, am I the asshole by breaking up with my significant other because of the Barbie movie? Or if it was, I'm sure it's like other underlying underlying things wow I really can't talk today let me try that again I'm sure that it's like underlining that's not right (laughs) underlying other problems um but anyway I just thought it was pretty interesting because we've been talking a lot about the Barbie movie but not to bring like not to get super not political but just like intense but I feel like the patriarchy is like coming back almost also and, and so it's just really interesting because like, just as someone who is on like dating apps, um, you're either like completely on the like liberal side of like, oh, I support everyone. I mean, just from what I've seen, this is just my, 
my re- review of dating apps. You're, they're either like very far on the right, just like almost, you know, just like on the edge of like hippy dippy, or they're like, um, like I'm a man and I live patriarchy and there's like no in between. So I think it's really interesting. Like, weird. I think people are pushing back against um, kind of just like not feminism, but just like the openness and. Wokeness, yeah. People are all upset that people are Wokeness. quote unquote woke. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't subscribe to that methodology or like thoughts. But I am a feminist, and I think equal rights for equal people that makes a lot of sense to me. But mm-hmm. it is interesting to see how a movie that was so uh, like unapologetically feminist, mm-hmm. and then the reactions of all the various people who either I guess just the people who have opinions about it like it's just one one of those movies that have people have opinions on and that in Mm -hmm. of itself is pretty interesting because you know movies tend to be so innocuous these days at least since streaming and stuff like that but yeah that's so true anyway yeah anyways highly recommend 10 out of 10 go see it love barbie it's so good I actually would see it again I think because I like I feel like there's some stuff that I like missed you know because I was just like whoa, there's so much going on and the colors are so bright. And yeah, it was it very is cool. a very visually aesthetically pleasing show. Like it was really fun to see mm-hmm. all the neon and craziness. So yeah, absolutely. Cool. Nice. Anyway, that's our wrap on Barbie and how we feel about it. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other hangover topics? Um, no, I think that's, that's it. Nice. Yeah. I don't think I do either. Oh my God. I have one more hangover. It's not really hangover. It's just kind of like I saw this on the media today. Today, uh-huh. the OC premiered 20 years ago today. <gasps> 20 years Don't. ago. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. That literally hurt my heart. I'm I sorry. I'm sorry to hurt your heart, but 20 years ago, it premiered. Okay, I saw someone posting about it, and I was just like, oh, my God, I need to go watch the OC again to see if it's as good as I remember it, because obviously it's not going to be. Right. Um, <laughs> but I need to watch it again because it was literally the best show ever. And yeah. so I was looking up, like, what streaming platforms it's on. Um, I actually still have – I have all the seasons on DVD, but, like, who has a DVD player? You know what I mean? Do you even have um, a DVD player or just your – No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't, I don't know one. how – so oh anyway, but yeah, that's really funny. I didn't realize it was because it's 20 years old. Like, ow, that hurts my heart so much. I but know. Holy cow. Dude, anyway. but Ben McKenzie and Adam Brody still are doing like really great. They look fabulous. And just I haven't seen Ben McKenzie in a while. Wasn't he in that like he was like a cop in that show for a long, long time. But after that, after that, I don't know if he's been in anything. But Adam Brody's just like um He's just been like, sorry, in uh For the listener, Kelly just snapped at her dog. <laughs> um, Adam Brody is married. What's her name from Blake or Blair? Yeah. Lynn Meester. I love her. Yeah. yeah. Even though I still think. He married. Yeah. Um, even though I still think he should be with Sophia Bush. No, that's not right. Rachel Bilson. I was thinking of go. Sophia Bush because I just saw um, – this kind of is like a great tie-in because we're going to be talking about hot topics today. Um, but I just saw that Sophia Bush <laughs> and her husband are getting a divorce, which is very sad. I mm. saw that too. I know. Anyway. I saw um, that. I, was lis- I listened to their, um, what is it, the Drama Girls or whatever, their podcast that they, because I was rewatching a lot of that, but I didn't finish the whole thing because I have a life. Um, <laughs> and she seemed to be so in love with him. It's so sad. <laughs> 
Did he just like fart? I was laughing at you. You're like, <laughs> why? There's the whole thing because you know I have a life. <laughs> no we'll big cut deal. That out. Anyway, answers. Sophia Bush. Yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. But we still love you. Still yeah, think you're cool. Yeah, I feel like um, after her and Chad, whatever broke up, I was just like, no, it's over. Everything's done. It's never gonna happen again. No offense. But, you know, Chad Michael Murray was pretty great. <laughs> that's it. That, like, three-month marriage to that one guy. That's it. That's all. She, that's the love of her life. That's Done. It. I mean, he was literally all of our crushes, like, in high school. She was the luckiest I mean, girl yeah. in the world, and she fucked it up. No, I'm just joking. I don't know anything yeah. about their relationship. I so. mean. I mean. <laughs> Kelly with her inside scoop. Coming to find out, like, I think she, like, had explained that their whole relationship was, like, curated and, like, it wasn't either of their decisions to, like, get married or anything. It was, like, kind of, like, a whole, uh, what do you call it? Like, a media stunt, basically, which is, yeah, very Publicity sad. stunt or whatever. So, yeah. Anywho, um, moving right along, do you want us to go Yikes. into hot topics? Do you want to start with one? Or do you want me to yeah, go? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's hit. Okay. You go. Um, I just want to start with... <laughs> Um, I was going to start with um, a little Sarah McLaughlin. You know what I mean? Um, oh, because yeah. I have like, a huge <laughs> list of people that have died. <laughs> like, <laughs> week. Okay. Anyways. Maybe, maybe we'll put in like a little edit here with like the sad funeral music or whatever. <laughs> Remember those commercials, like late night commercials with the SPCA commercials and all the little dogs were like, yes! <laughs> oh my God. That's what I was all right, let's hear it. Who died? Also flawless. That impression, by the way. Absolutely gorgeous. Well, first of all, I'm going to start off with Sinead O'Connor because she... Oh my god! I, honestly, I, know. I don't know anything about her besides the fact that she's Irish. But she sang my birth song. So if you don't know, um, the day, like the day you were born, the day, month, day, year that you were born, whatever song was number one on the charts at that time is like supposed to be your birth song, and it's supposed to be like, um, kind of just like describe your life, I guess. And it's super funny. But anyways, Sinead O'Connor. Oh, I've never heard this no? before. Oh my god! Now we need to find out what yours no. is. But Sinead O'Connor's like only. Up single whatever you want to call it like her I feel like she was like a one hit wonder um was nothing compares to you and that's my that's my song which is kind of sweet and I mean it's kind of a sad song but like just the name of it is like pretty sweet you know what I mean yeah Um, I know nothing compares yeah nothing compares to you to you. <laughs> if you guys didn't want to sing along to this episode, I don't know what you're doing here because we're just going <laughs> to keep singing. Okay. I'm literally crying because I'm laughing. <laughs> so crying and singing and laughing. So great. Okay, you know, wait, what's yours before I keep threat. going with the other sad people who... I don't really know. Mine is When I See You Smile by Bad English. Oh, I don't know that one either. Are we going to play it on either. Spotify? No. We're going to figure it out later because okay. that's not – it's a big letdown. Okay. Down. It's not so a letdown. <laughs> that's a sweet, like, title, though. Okay. Continuing on. Um, Tony Bennett died. Um, again, don't know too much about him, but RIP, sir. Um, you you added Aww. a lot. Tony to Bennett. Um, Ruben yeah. – or Paul Rubin 
um, Mr. Pee Wee Herman died of colon cancer, which is very sad. Um, yeah. Even though, you know, he didn't get a great rap the last, like, couple of years of his life, you know, just with all those allegations. Yeah. But – and then very sad, Angus Cloud died. Um, he's from Euphoria. And, um, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs, but I'm assuming that he committed suicide. I don't actually know. But um, his father passed away, like, a few days before he did. And so – Everyone just said that it was, like, the weight of his father's passing. I don't know how his dad died either. But um, if you don't know or you didn't watch Euphoria, he was one of the, like, main characters on Euphoria. And he was very young. He was 24, 25. It's kind of – I know. That's heartbreaking. super sad. Um, But also, I don't know how they're going to continue Euphoria without him. That will be really hard. So – Did you watch it? I did watch it. I wouldn't say Mm -hmm. I am, like – a huge fan it's just really intense for me I'm not like that into like that type yeah. of drama and I also just like don't think it's realistic maybe I'm just like I have whatever what do you call those like eye covers <laughs> blinders blinders on yeah um because I feel like that's not what high school's like but Mm-mm. maybe I'm wrong <clears throat> um not my high, my high school was doing that many drugs and sleeping with everyone and their mom so I don't know yeah it's just you know, not that crazy. I knew of. Maybe the cooler people were doing that, but I was busy not doing that. Yeah, same. So, anyway, yeah, maybe we're just not cool, Cave. Okay? I, I how are you cool with like ten thousand people? Like, what are you supposed to do at that point? You know, that's true. Everybody's cool at that point. Is. Or you're up in small anyway. towns that don't have that kind of crazy. Okay, sorry. Yeah, well, you continue. I don't know if I would say we're going up here from here because I wanted to get your thoughts on the COSA, the Kids Online Safety Act. Have you been paying attention to no, that? You, no, you tell me. No? I don't know anything about it. Well, I don't know much about it either. That's why I wanted to like talk to you about it. But like apparently this is one of the things that might get close enough to be passed as a law mm. where they're going Interesting. to have yeah. more um, opportunity. I should say they, the government or governmental bodies like your attorney general, or um, if it's a special interest group from Congress may have more okay. opportunities to keep large social media companies liable for what they put on their platforms, especially if it is geared mm. towards a younger audience. Um that is as probably cookie cutter as I can make it because there's a lot of criticisms around free speech and how do you roll this out? Cause if we do have to do this, then you have to show the company or some way verifying that your X amount of age and like, how do you roll that across so many various apps and platforms every single time? Like there's some practical criticism. So I'm just, wanting to know more about it. So I'm going to go read more about it. I encourage everybody to as well. And if you have questions, comments, or concerns, please reach out to your Congress person or whomever. I don't know. I feel like this is one of those things that like we should probably be paying more attention to. And I was just listening to the news this morning and hearing that it is probably, it's the closest one that we've seen to being like passed as law. Because there are other child online safety acts that we've seen in the past, but this one in particular is one that will likely get yeah, across the finish line. 
or at least it has support from both sides. So it seems more likely. So yeah, anyway, it's just one of those things that we should all go pay attention to because it's important. It's going to be, you know, up for potentially being a law and it can really shape the way we are interacting with these social media platforms moving forward. So it's, it could be groundbreaking, but. I mean, it's hard. Cause like, yeah, at one point you're like, no, I want to be able to do what I want online. But at the same time, you're like, if I had a kid, I would not want my kid on social media. Yeah. So it's so, yeah, it's like a double-edged sword for yeah, sure. And the general so surgeon crazy. literally just either this year or last year rolled out like how painful and, and harmful these social media platforms can be for kids that are like 13, 14, 15 more so than mm-hmm. like, cause we were just talking about this earlier. Like I can't even imagine going to high school in today's day. Like totally. we didn't have, yeah. I mean, we had Facebook and social media and stuff like that, but it wasn't at the level that it is today. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. Anyway, one of those deep topics for you guys to ponder about more, learn yeah, more. It's crazy. Yeah. Dang. Sorry. Well, I'm going to keep bringing it down because um, my <laughs> next will, one is kind we'll of intense bring it back. too. Go ahead. Yeah. So we'll bring it back eventually. Um, student loans start back up on 831. So this month, which is very sad for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. Whatever. We need to like get back to it eventually. Um, it's just, yeah, the whole, I just have a lot of feelings around student loans, um, and the forgiveness and all that, but it's, I don't want to like get political or anything, but, um, yeah, I'm just like bummed about it. I mean, we had a long run of having no interest. And, um, so like technically I am under the student loan forgiveness program because I'm a government worker. Um, and so I am just basically like counting my payments And so I need 120 qualifying payments in order for my loan forgiveness. So I'm kind of just like waiting it out. And I got a ton of payments, obviously, throughout this period, this COVID um, period. So I'm not mad in any way, shape or form. I got like so, you know, I saved so much money. Um, And but I still have like about two years left before I can have forgiveness, if not a little bit longer, maybe like two and a half. Um. And so I'm just like bummed that I still have two and a half years, you know? So anyway, um, I think Biden really, he um, implemented, I don't know, just like last week, uh, the SAVE program, which is kind of something similar where it's um, an income-driven repayment plan. Um, And so a lot of people who make under minimum wage or make minimum wage will have a $0 payment, which is pretty pretty revolutionary. Um, I can't remember all like the facts about it but I it's he just is doing like the best that he can I guess for people who have student loans so I appreciate that um I did sign up for the save program where obviously I don't I make more than minimum wage but my payment is significantly less than it was before um or when I was paying before so yeah I think it'll be it won't be too too terrible when it starts back up but just another bill you know it's like god damn it I know Ugh, it has been nice, but ugh. I just think the whole process is gross, you know, paying for yeah. education and like all the, it's just a gross process. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, that's all that I had. Um, should we move? Sorry. Do you have any other topics that you want to talk about before? We oh my gosh. On? Yeah. I got a lot. Uh, let's see. Just like sticking it out there. The recycling sign is like getting tossed out they're gonna get rid of it have you seen this no they're getting like a rebrand 
not rebrand so much, just like um, they don't want people to associate. So you know how like on the bottom of like every plastics container, there's like the symbol and then it has a number inside and the number is what correlates to like how recyclable it is, you know? So um, I guess they're trying to just get rid of that that symbol basically on the items that are not really recyclable because you, you and I both know, we all know that like one out of every million thing that we recycle is actually recycled and reused and whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to just eliminate people putting shit in the recycling that can never be recycled essentially. It's just like about awareness, I guess. Um, but yeah, so they're like, just trying to like get That's rid of good. that recycle sign on a lot of stuff. I mean, it's good and it's bad. Why don't they try to figure out how to recycle more stuff? I mean that for I don't sure. Know. But I guess instead like- of just taking away the symbol. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But I do think that like people need to educate themselves a little bit better on myself included, on like what is and is not recyclable. And then like but to your point, like I just it's frustrating that corporate greed has gotten us to a point where even if we were to innovate and get everything to a recyclable point, like that would hurt their bottom dollar. So that will never happen because they make more money on the fact that they don't have to recycle because there's no legislation that says any otherwise. So absolutely. Yeah. It's all about it money. All you know, it comes down to the money. They wouldn't make any money if they, everything was recyclable, you know? So mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy. It's um, really frustrating. Okay. The next one. Oh, this one's kind of sad too. Lizzo was accused <laughs> of sexual know. harassment. Like what? I know. That's wild. Like, I they heard said this. that she was body shaming and that she was like making them do sexual advances on each other or like yeah, house I numbers or whatever. Like that sounds, I don't know. I just can't imagine Lizzo doing anything like that. But also you got to be careful what you say. I feel like if even something's a joke these days. And you're in like that high level of mm, visibility, popularity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. I read this uh, the headline, and I was just like dying with my partner because we love Lizzo. We hate that this is happening. We would never have expected or suspected that this would come out from her camp, and it's just a big bummer, you know. I really like her and her music and the message that she's sending, but I can't. And now I have this complex realization that like she is a normal human who is not infallible and, you know, kind of shakes that, that image, unfortunately. Yeah. Let's hope she survives it or if she makes amends and tries to fix it or be a better person, but she should definitely come out and like figure out what she wants to say. She did like deny it. She did do a statement. Yeah. No, she said that there were kind of just like falsified like exaggerations is what she said. Um, so they were just not exactly what she had done, I guess. Big bummer. Like making it a bigger deal than what she thought it was. Anyway, yeah, totally. I'm very, very shooketh because Lizzo's supposed to be, (laughs) you know, she's supposed to be our girl. I know. I don't know. Not to take her off my like workout playlist for a little bit. No. Put her on the bench for just a bit, just a bit. Uh, Maybe we can circle back and she'll make like an apology video. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I hear you. Okay. Last sad one. <laughs> last sad one. Um. I mean, it's like happy and sad, I guess, because they okay. just did a. They just the FDA approved like a post. Um. They just the FDA just approved a postpartum depression um pill medication. So that's exciting. I mean, I don't have kids and I don't know anything about postpartum, but I have had a few friends who have been affected by it. And so I think that's so interesting. I mean, you know how like no one 
until recently has really been taking women's like health seriously. And so just the fact that they're like, you just had a kid, like, that's it. Just get over it, whatever. Um, the fact that they're actually like acknowledging it is pretty cool. So I thought that was really exciting. And it was like the headline on every single news source when I was just looking at them um, just a little bit ago. So right on. Well, that's excellent. I agree with you. I think the more that we can talk about women's health, women's mental health, women's body issues, like let's just keep talking about it because we haven't talked about it for years and it's important and people struggle and it's, it's really sad. Um, But if we talk about it, then we can get better medication, better resources, better services. So yeah, that's awesome. I would Mm -hmm. say that's a little bit more upbeat than the last topics we talked about. So that's okay. Great, great, great. Okay. And we started off with like a big Barbie induction. So like Barbie and then sad, sad, sad. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Roller coaster. I was on a roller coaster with us today. Um, Okay. The next one is very happy. The Mega Million is up to $1.55 billion and it could be record breaking if someone gets it. $1.55 billion. Billion? Imagine what would you buy with $1.5 billion? I think the literally everything. yeah the very first thing that I would want to do is like do a week on a yacht in Capri or like something super mm. duper indulgent you know because um, like Absolutely. that will never happen in my life but if I had 1.5 billion dollars while I also figure out my other shit right you gotta do the taxes and do all that which is um part of my grievance but whatever. Yeah, I'd just go figure that Absolutely. stuff out on a boat by myself in Capri and like suntan and yeah, that would be fabulous. Drink wine. Oh God, all the wine. <laughs> yeah, you sorry. I'm like literally just daydreaming or daydreaming about it. Anyway, yeah, I would <laughs> definitely buy a house and then I would go on a lavish vacation as well. I probably quit my job also and invest. Yeah. And get all these uh, financial advisor to like invest my money properly so I don't have to work ever again. Yeah. Yep. And I'd yep. have a house, house cleaner. Not that I don't like cleaning, but. And I would have, yeah, a chef. Can I come live with you and. Driver, possibly. I'll give yeah, it would be like we didn't even live together, but we could. Like we could text each other from like other sides of our mansion, you know, and just like totally. meet in the middle. So it'd be like, oh my God, we live in the same house, but we don't, we get our space also. And like, I you know? just read a, a news story or whatever the other day where some couple had purchased a duplex and like wife lived on A and then, you know, husband lived in B or whatever. And I'm like, that sounds like a fabulous idea. That really? way you don't have to like do each other's laundry or do each other's dishes. You're like the, that's your domain. And if they lost their job, then they can like rent out the other one live together. Like that's okay. not a bad idea, right? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to have, I would like rent the other one out. Maybe. I don't know if I'd want to be that far away. Yeah. <laughs> well, but. if you win $1.5 billion, we can buy a duplex and then I'll live oh, on one yeah. side and you live on one side. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I would love that. that I would, would love to be your roommate again. That would be so great. Oh yeah. I know. One day. We just have so much fun. I know. Okay. I really appreciate you bringing these hot topics because I have feelings and emotions and I've been thinking a lot about these and it's really enjoyable to hear your thoughts and just chit chat and rap about it. So thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's one other one, but it's kind of sad. So I didn't really want to bring it up. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, of course. Tell me. Okay. It was about Whitney Port from, um, the Hills. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. So she just, it just came out that she was like, um, she commented because people were commenting 
um, just about her like weight loss. She looks really skinny. And, so, so um, skinny. Yeah, she doesn't look normal. And so she acknowledged it and she said that she knows she's been unhealthy and she's trying to get better. She's trying to like do everything she can to like get back to like a normal body weight and everything. So she's working on it. She knows and she's not like denying it in any way, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just like she looks shockingly different than she did on the hills. So yeah. Anyway. I just feel a little bad because like we've I feel like in some ways we've really grown from like talking about women's bodies of the 2008 circa whatever, but now it's 2023 and we're talking, it's like a similar conversation, but more around like health and how well they're taking care of themselves. But like, we're still freaking talking about it. And like, I feel bad for those people. They just deserve a break. Like leave Jessica Simpson alone. Leave Kelly Clarkson alone. You know? Yeah. No, that's so true still talking about it so but also I think it's interesting that like a lot of the time I'm not saying always but a lot of the time people comment when people gain weight but they Mm -hmm. don't ever comment when people are skinny which I think is the incorrect thing like too skinny like yeah um like Whitney Port's skinny she's too skinny I mean Celine Dion is too skinny like they all look sickly and like we all know they're sick but that's supposed to be like cute which it doesn't look cute in my opinion Mm. but this is coming from a not skinny person. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I just think it's so interesting that like having an eating disorder or whatever is like, like appropriate, but like, I don't know. Being fat is not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So interesting. Our society is crazy. Yeah. Especially with women too, you know, like we're just talking about the Barbie movie, but Mm. like, again, Mm -hmm. she's too big and too small and too skinny. But at the end of the day, I think like what I would hope for and what I know you hope for as well is that people are healthy and that they're happy, that they're doing what they need to do to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And if there is like some kind of ailment, physical or mental, like go get the help and hopefully they have the help and resources that they need to be better. So that is an evolution, yeah, I think, of absolutely. the conversation behind women's bodies that we were conditioned to do in 2008. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, it's interesting. Poor Whitney. I hope she's all the best. I loved her on the hill. She was like one of my favorite characters. She was one of mine too. Yeah. Mm. Okay, and you want to go into gratitudes and grievances? Yeah, let's talk grievances, even though we'll make it quick because I feel like we've been keeping it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> So I'm getting married, which is a very exciting thing. My biggest grievance is around just like the sheer amount of paperwork we have to do as adults, like the 401k and your retirement and your marriage license and then all the extra stuff. And I'm just like, why do we name change documents? Yeah. So much more complicated than it really needs to be. I don't know. Mm. It just screams bureaucracy and inefficiency. And to me, that is like right up at the top of my annoyances. Like, why are you making it that much more difficult for me to live my life? I don't know. That's frustrating. So that was my quick one. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to get the real ID in California. So many documents. I thought that so much when I was adult and I didn't like own a house or have any like bills or anything that were with an address on them. And I was just like, dude, like I'm a human. Um, And I thought the same thing. But then when I moved to Oregon, yeah. it was literally so easy. And I proved to you in other ways that I'm a human without having a stupid ass document about a house. Anyway. And I'm like, it's just California. Just anyway. Yeah. California makes it difficult you know? for sure. 
but yeah. yeah. Um, okay, my grievance is okay because I have like a silly one that I kind of want to talk about. That's Let's like, talk about not it. A real grievance. <laughs> okay, um, it's when people wear our workout in like capris. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, talk to me through your anger issues here. Why is it that the capri pants sets you off? <laughs> It doesn't set me off in any way. I'm just like, good for you, but I will – you will not catch me dead and work out one single human. Like, I will die on this hill. They look bad on everyone, priest. Like, I'm sorry. They look so bad on everyone. They do not look good on – Even if you're wearing, like, a Lululemon capri pants, because I have, like, an Athleta capri that I like – but no. maybe it looks bad on me then, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Unless you have, like, the longest legs ever, I don't think that capris look good on you, no matter what. Like, even not workout capris. Like, even whatever, human capris. And, you know, I see little short moms wearing them, and they look so terrible. <laughs> short moms. I just, like, don't. <laughs> okay, I don't. watch me catch catch me setting all of my capri workout pants on fire now, because Kelly told me I look like a short mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, you're gonna have to show me what you look. Don't think I've ever seen you in capris. Okay. To be quite honest, like I like the seventh, eight, okay. whatever those are. You know, the seven eighth length, where it's like ankly. Yeah. Okay. So they're like calf, like mid calf kind of length. So it's not really like a capri would be knee height, right? Right. Like right below your knee. You know. Right. No, my pants are like seventh eighth, like oh, right mid. I have those range. also. I like the seven eighth. Yeah. Okay. No. The, Just the Capri specifically. Like they look like okay. Bermuda shorts, basically, <laughs> but they're not Bermuda shorts. You know what I mean? Did your mom wear a bunch of? My mom wore a bunch of those like longer shorts that were not very flattering. Yeah, she doesn't anymore, but I think she used to wear Bermuda shorts a lot, but. Um, anyway, yeah. yeah, that was just like a aside because again, <laughs> the annoying cycle bar teacher that I have that wears her hair down when she rides, which is just in asinine to me. Um, <laughs> I she also wears capris, and I'm just like, girl, uh, you're killing but me. But not to mention, there, um, I went to Cycle Bar this morning, and there's a new instructor, and I loved it. So she was great. Ooh, yeah, it was really good. good. But um, <laughs> anyway, my other group. Do you want me to do my other grievance, or was that enough? Yeah, I can save the other. No, one. no, no, hit it. Um, let's do it. The other one was when like the inside of your car is dirty. You know when like. It's just like getting dusty and you're like, how does the inside of a car get dusty? But like do anything about it. And the next time you get in your car, it's dirty again. And you know, that's going to be dirty, but you like forgot the whole, it does. Anyway, I hate just like looking at it. And every time you get in your car, I'm like, damn it, my car is dirty. But then you don't the whole time you could have been cleaning it. Anyway, I know you don't have that problem because you like to clean your car, <laughs> but I went to, I was waiting. <laughs> I went to two music festivals that were very dusty. And so I just like for the last probably month and a half, I, every time I get in my car, I'm like, oh man, it's dusty in here. I hate that. And then I don't do anything about it. And today I cleaned it. So <gasps> look at you. I even put the Sweetie like clean. armor all stuff on my leather <gasps> and like love. Yeah. So it's all love it noise in there now, but um, yeah, I hate that. I definitely keep a clean car, so I know I understand the grievance, but I haven't lived it in a minute because I yeah. I also took my car into the city the other day, and like I was there for maybe an hour and got like twelve or twenty seagulls crap on my car. Like they just came over and swarmed my car and crapped all over it. So I have to go fix that, Aww, which is unfortunate. But the inside's great. 
I have a couple of gratitudes. One that I mentioned already, just being grateful for like Ben McKenzie and Adam Brody and the OC defined my high school years. It was lovely. Thank you guys. I loved it. Anyway, the next one that I really want to talk about is, um, I had a few in here, but I want to mention, I feel like we've mentioned this before, but like waking up and it's cooler when it's been really hot and summery, um, you wake up and it's like cold and rainy and like a little summer storm and like coffee and a quiet morning. Um, I hadn't had a quiet, well, that's not true. I always have quiet mornings, but my morning, especially today was just like really lovely. So I wanted to put some vibes out there and good positivity for that and gratitude. Yay. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's something to be said for like the transition time, right? When it's like moving from summer to winter and whatever, but, um, Falls I'm not favorite, winter, for sure. ready for, yeah, I'm not ready yet. I'm excited. I'm absolutely <laughs> not ready. Um, <clears throat> okay. My gratitude is, but I went into Whole Foods today and I'd never go in Whole Foods. Like, um, if you can shop at Whole Foods, like hit me up please, because how it's a million dollars to go in there. But um, I was looking for very, something very specific. I was looking for gluten-free Oreos, which, you know, Whole Foods obvi has. Um, anyway, but my gratitude is when someone who works at a store, like, sees you, like, with a puzzled look on your face or, like, you're just looking around or you're looking down every aisle or they see you, like, once or twice, meaning you don't know where you're going because you, like, had to double back or something. And they ask you, like, if you need help finding something before you have to, like, search for someone to find something. You know what I mean? Nothing is more annoying than when you cannot find a single person who works at a store and you don't know where anything is. And um, so it's just, like, the best when, like, someone, like, sees you and they're like, oh, I'll actually help you instead of just, like, put their face down in their box of whatever they're unpacking or whatever. Yeah, they were just like, do you need mm-hmm. help finding something? And I was like, I don't know if there's, like, a gluten-free section or if I need to be looking in the cookie section and there's a gluten-free section in the cookie section. Like, how does this yeah. store work? I don't get it. Like, what's happening? <laughs> I also never look for gluten-free stuff. So I was just like, I don't know what to do. But I love that they, they give you a tutorial on how to shop at Whole Foods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they tried they tried I was just like also the store is like not laid out in like a way that makes sense to me like it's like stacked as opposed to like you know how most stores stacks you have to go down every aisle but like three times and you're like this they're just like all aisled where you just like keep walking until you find the aisle that you need where this one's just obnoxious anyway yeah (laughs) I Whole Foods is not my fave but it is the best produce and like best stuff that I the best quality but it's also expensive which is the reason why I don't shop there so much I know anywho anyway um yeah we love you all so much thanks for being here with us I love it well thank you guys all for listening and and catching up with us it's so good to see you again and yeah bye love you bye bye episode of candidly 30 hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed chatting if you like what you heard please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review your feedback helps us make the show even better follow us on instagram at candidly 30 thanks for being candid with us